Welcome to Tea, Toast, and Trivia. I am your host, Rebecca Budd, and I am looking forward to sharing this moment with you. December 24th, Christmas Eve has arrived. With the last-minute shopping completed, we ready our hearts for this special evening. The plans have been made, the gifts have been wrapped, and the baking completed. All of December has been in anticipation of Christmas Day. And yet, as I look back, it was Christmas Eve that held the magic. The lights of the Christmas tree flickered, spreading a warmth around us as we sipped hot chocolate and waited for Santa Claus to arrive. Of course Santa would come. After all, he is one of the most ubiquitous figures in modern culture. Consider that Santa travels the world in one night, which makes his sleigh the fastest and oldest high-speed zero-emission vehicle in the world. And everyone knows, or should know, that Santa Claus is a Canadian citizen. Santa's home at the North Pole lies in the area between Russia, Norway, Canada, the United States, and Denmark. But it was Canada that declared that St. Nick is legally considered to be Canadian. Indeed, it is official. Santa and his partner, Mrs. Claus, have been issued Canadian passports and a postal code H-O-H O-H-O or Ho, Ho, Ho. On December 24th, Christmas Eve, Mrs. Claus ensures that Santa has his passport with him when he leaves the North Pole. Santa Claus has been with us for many centuries and is steeped in the heart of Christmas traditions. Known as St. Nicholas or Kris Kringle, Santa's story goes back into the 3rd century when St. Nicholas walked among us and became the patron saint of children. Fast forward to the Renaissance, St. Nicholas was the most popular saint in Europe. During the Protestant Reformation, St. Nicholas retained his popularity even when the veneration of saints waned. In 1822, Clement Clark Moore gave us the iconic "'Twas the Night Before Christmas" that enlivens us with a description of a jolly elf who wore red and delivered toys to good girls and boys on Christmas Eve. Is Santa real? Of course he is. There is a reliable confirmation that dates to 1897 when eight-year-old Virginia O'Hanlon wrote her famous letter. You may recall that it all began when Virginia asked her father, Dr. Philip O'Hanlon, whether there really was a Santa Claus. Her father's answer was brilliant. Instead of responding himself, he suggested that she write direct 
to The Sun, one of New York's most prominent newspapers at the time. He assured her that if you see it in The Sun, it's so. Virginia received a response from veteran newsman Francis Farcellus Church, a lead editorial writer for the New York Sun. Francis Church, who had seen great suffering as a war correspondent during the American Civil War, was a known skeptic, hardened cynic, who had little tolerance for superstitious beliefs. And yet, he recognized the need for hope and faith in society. Perhaps it is when we see sorrow and grief we are more able to answer a call for affirmation in the goodness of life. For that is what Virginia looked for when she asked, Is there a Santa Claus? More than a century later, the article written by Francis Farcellus Church still maintains its standing as the most reprinted newspaper editorial, appearing in part or whole in dozens of languages, in books, movies, and other editorials, and on posters and stamps. Join me as I read Francis Church's most famous editorial written in 1897. Is there a Santa Claus? We take pleasure in answering at once and thus prominently the communication below, expressing at the same time our great gratification that its faithful author is numbered among the friends of the sun. Dear Editor, I am eight years old. Some of my little friends say there is no Santa Claus. Papa says, If you see it in the sun, it's so. Please tell me the truth. Is there a Santa Claus? Virginia O'Hanlon, 115 West 95th Street the response by Francis Farcellus Church. Virginia, your little friends are wrong. They have been affected by the skepticism of a skeptical age. They do not believe except they see. They think that nothing can be which is not comprehensible by their little minds. All minds, Virginia, whether they be men's or children's, are little. In this great universe of ours, man is a mere insect, an ant in his intellect, as compared with the boundless world about him, as measured by the intelligence capable of grasping the whole of truth and knowledge. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. 
He exists as certainly as love and generosity and devotion exist. And you know that they abound and give to your life its highest beauty and joy. Alas, how dreary would be the world if there were no Santa Claus. It would be as dreary as if there were no Virginias. There would be no childlike faith then, no poetry, no romance to make tolerable this existence. We should have no enjoyment except in sense and sight. Not believe in Santa Claus? You might as well not believe in fairies. You might get your papa to hire men to watch in all the chimneys on Christmas Eve to catch Santa Claus. But even if they did not see Santa Claus coming down, what would that prove? Nobody sees Santa Claus. But that is no sign that there is no Santa Claus. The most real things in the world are those that neither children nor men can see. Did you ever see fairies dancing on the lawn? Of course not. But that's no proof that they are not there. Nobody can conceive or imagine all the wonders that are unseen and unseeable in the world. You may tear apart the baby's rattle and see what makes the noise inside, but there is a veil covering the unseen world which not the strongest man, nor even the united strength of all the strongest men that ever lived, only faith, fancy, poetry, love, romance, can push aside that curtain and view and picture the supernal beauty and glory beyond. Is it all real? Ah, Virginia, in all this world there is nothing else real and abiding. No Santa Claus? Thank God he lives, and he lives forever. A thousand years from now, Virginia, nay, ten times ten thousand years from now, he will continue to glad the heart of childhood. Francis Farcellus Church September 21st, 1897Dear friends, may the joy of Christmas Eve surround you and yours with love, warmth, and wonder. Together, may we embrace hope and expectation as we enter a new year. From our house to yours, a Merry Christmas 
and all the very best of this holiday season. Until next time we meet, keep safe and be well.